Okay, hello, this is Lenny D'Angelo. Uh, art Sound Off Challenge for the month of November. Audio journaling challenge from the Lean Into Art podcast. LeanIntoArt.com. ArtSoundOff.com. Prompt number 14 from the gentleman at Lean Into Art was how have your expectations changed since you started making your art? I think about this in two ways. That's why I gravitate toward this today. Actually, uh... Uh, began a project again that I had uh, abandoned last year. I, 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 I'm picking it up again. And it's funny that uh, the expectations that I have for this project, uh, even though I actually went through the, the process of beginning it before, my expectations this time are much different than last year because of uh, going through that experience before. And that is, it, that's, it makes me, it gives me pause. And it makes me wonder if, uh, if there's something to that. What am I talking about? I'm talking about beginnings. Uh, so I'm talking about uh, starting something. And, and what one expects to see from something one is picking up for the first time. Um, so that's more, that's a micro concept for this here for this uh, 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 post, for the, or uh, topic. Here's a macro, and I think the topic is phrased in the macro, which is like your lifestyle. What, what, did, what did I expect to get out of my life when I, when I decided to be an artist versus now? Oh, and that's what I talked about last year, I think, because uh, it, it is a constant thought. It's in my mind. I just briefly touch on that uh, before talking about the micro. I think the, in the macro, uh, I I'm beginning to understand how how uh, important it has been to my identity uh, to associate myself as an artist, to to claim that to wear that hat, as it were, or the mantle, the Batman, the cowl, and the cape. I need that. Uh, uh, Right, so so in assuming that cowling cape mantle of the Batman with the bat signal in the air and answering the call with my brush in hand, uh, it's been a it's been important to me to be able to say that's exactly who I am and that's what I've been doing and that and, and to have felt that I accomplished that thing. The problem is it's an illusory it's illusory thing. It isn't real when you assume a, an identity. Uh, your identity isn't fixed, it's very malleable, flexible, and, and, and it, it alters over the course of time with wisdom, experience, and, uh, uh, you know, the successes and failures that are inherent in life there, right? You, you, you're going, you're walking through a journey, on a journey, on a road you've never been on before to mix all the metaphors. I've never been on this road before. What do I know about being an artist? I only know what I've learned from fiction. I know what I observe from other people. My own limited view of other people's lives. I've, I, what I've read in books. What I and, and all of those things created a recipe of an artist in my mind and gave me all kinds of expectations about what that would be like. Maybe part of the reason I assumed it as an identity in the first place is because of expectations of what it would be like. You know, perhaps part of me really longed for a lifestyle. Uh, I don't know. What did I think it would be like? Did I think I would be a beatnik in a, in a like in Adobe Gillis uh, that I saw when I was a kid? 
I had to be, be like, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, uh, my, my goatee and my snapping my fingers and drinking coffee and, uh, and with my beret and my striped shirt. Is that what I thought it would be like? Maybe I, maybe I imagined the, the cartoonists that, that, that I would see in the Disney things, the Disney docs that they would do on the, on the uh, you know, the wonderful world of Disney and, and on, a, on a Sunday night. Where they, where they show the process. Did I imagine it that way? You know, the storyboard artist pointing on the wall and the, the all of that stuff, the, 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 did Donald Duck come into life and slap me in the face or whatever? Did I imagine it that way? Or was it from comic books, you know, looking at the back of the comic books or, or the how to draw classes that, that I would see in the back of magazines, all that stuff. It gave me a concept of what I would be, what it would mean to be an artist. So the love of drawing and the love of making was really became wrapped up and and inseparable from this this I, this casserole, as it were, uh, or a soup. It's a puree. It's a mushroom. Soup. I had a wonderful mushroom soup the other night. My friend made. Ah, oh, so good. Just puree, mushroom, butter, and cream, right? But those three things became a, a better thing, a bigger thing. And you can't separate the three things from each other. I've said that before. All right. So it gives you expectations, right? Whenever, whatever, you, whatever you solidify your concept of what it, what it would mean to have an artist's lifestyle and to be an artist. Whatever point in your life where you decided you're growing up, you're being serious. Somehow you got an idea. You got expectations. And so did I. And none of those have panned out exactly the way I thought. Some of them were very similar. Some of them were not similar at all. Some of them I'm still waiting on. Um, all right. And none of that is interesting. But it is It is to say uh, that expectations probably don't serve us very well. And it's the same in the macro as it is in the micro. When I, when I started a painting last year that I'm about to pick up again, about to dust it off, pull it out of that brown box I've been carrying around and pull it out, dust that thing off, see if I can give it a go again. My expectations going into that painting last year um, were not met. I, what I ended up with was not at all like what I thought I would. Why are my expectations changed this year, I think? It's because I went through the experience of already having the expectations not met last year. And I, I think uh, I'm uh, more of a cautious, uh, 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 proceeding with more caution and maybe a little bit more wisdom than last year. And here's where you get into trouble, I think, with that kind of thing. I'm thinking, well, I, I've been through a whole year now. This thing's got to turn out better than last year, right? Because I'm better now. Not necessarily. It's a whole new problems now. whole new set of issues going on. You don't know. You pick up that thing. You, okay, you're not going to make the same decisions as last year. Probably not. But you still could make a bunch of wrong decisions. You still could end up unhappy with what you're doing. So I ponder that going into to repainting something that I'm pick, picking up from last year. Uh, I think about that every time I... Uh, Resume work on an, on a project that is that has had lapsed a bit. I think about all of that. You know, they, I remember, of course, very well. For some reason, these things get fixed. The expectations I remember very well, all of them. You know, from my from when I was a teenager to when I was 20, 30, 40, all of it. 
every project I start, I remember what I intended from the beginning. I remember what I thought it would be. Um, very dangerous having expectations. Uh, very, uh, it's slippery, it's sticky stuff. It's not good. I don't think any good comes from it. What am I talking about? Rambling. Maybe expectations are necessary for goal setting. So if that's the case, you know, if you have to if you have to run through your life like a uh, like a self help book about about business success, a success book. If you got to run through your life in that way, you're supposed to have clear cut goals and, and well defined parameters and all that. How does one avoid expectations at that point? Let's use this very small example. I'm, I wanted to start a painting last year. I, I gave myself a week to finish it. I, I, I really messed it up. I screwed a pooch on it. It didn't work out. I'm picking that painting up again this year with, with different expectations. Well, my, but my, but they, well, I still expect to finish it. But I guess I don't expect it to be as... as uh, I don't have such a concrete idea of what it should be anymore. Right? I have more of a, a hope of what it might be instead. But that don't fit the narrative of successful uh, business. One has to define one's goals clearly and then, and then walk a path toward that clearly defined goal. Uh, you know, the secret. You got to write it down and then it'll happen. And you, it'll happen exactly as you wrote it down. And none of that stuff, it, it, that's an expectation, all right. When I started uh, years ago on a professional trajectory, I definitely knew where I wanted to end up. Uh, I have evolved so much over the years that even if I had ended up there, I don't think I would be happy with it. It is. It doesn't fit who I am right now. The 20-year-old person who was ready and willing to, to, to you know, get absorbed into to planning and processes and, and getting it all mapped out, that kid don't live here anymore. He moved on. Well, I don't know what happened to him. He grew up. The years taught him some things, and he has a different perspective now and different interests. And probably will so 20 years from now as well. And 20 years from now, most of my interests should involve staying alive. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, yeah. Expectations are, are dangerous. So how does one navigate the, uh, the difficult... Uh, gray area between uh, uh, setting goals and, and sticking with things and seeing things through and uh, not getting absorbed in expectations that can't be met and not being flexible enough to uh, to appreciate what comes of an experience of, of uh, moving toward a goal and having things not turn out exactly the way you want it. How does one learn to navigate that gray area there? I don't think I know. Uh, I think that I'm beginning to be okay with, or, or f- trying to be okay with, uh, seeing, uh, the, uh, accepting the end, the uh, the destination. Excuse me, accepting the destination of the journey that I'm on. Uh, 
because the path was never very clear, and so I'm I'm wandering through the woods with a machete, and and if I emerge from the thicket, and there is a there is you know either mountains in front of me or a desert or a, or a, an ocean or a river or whatever, I need to be okay with emerging where I emerge, right? And and having expectations about where you're going to emerge when you when you're jumping into it into a densely uh, uh, foliaged uh, wood with a machete, it's not really, uh, it's not fair to expect, expect what, to know what the other side should, will be like, and then to have all kinds of shoulds uh, in your mind when you're going through that. Does that make any sense? That does not, I'm all over the place today. I don't think that makes any sense. Uh, some of the changes I've been through, uh, I think they were a direct result of not arriving after, after having uh, uh, put the work in to hack through that, that forest, that the, the, the rainforest, uh, and clear a path. Uh, part of my changed expectations now have to do with experiences from the past where I did all that work and I, in, I emerged somewhere different than I had I had intended and being disappointed in that experience of emerging there uh, I'm not I sort of am evolving into the kind of guy who who has to be forced to appreciate the journey and appreciate where I've ended up Uh, but the younger me would not have would not have accepted that at all I would have I would have said no I'm going to work really hard and I'm going to be where I want where I want to be right now. And I'm going to be there exactly when I thought I would be there and I'm going to do if I put the work in and I make my advance and I advance forward and I keep hacking through this wood, I will be at the end exactly where I want to be, which is a clear uh I don't know, it's a 10-acre plot in in a uh, you know, uh, 1800s Oklahoma where I can stake my claim and set to, you know, start homestead, raise my family, and all that. Well, as it turns out, you know, I might have been like the, uh, much like the followers of Joseph Smith. I ended up somewhere, but it wasn't quite where we said we were going to go. Let's just call this home instead. Let's call this home and set up an empire. Uh, Set up an empire, uh, taking 10% of everyone who lives here, and using it to uh, fund questionable uh, uh, enterprises all over the world. Uh, something like that. Uh, I don't think I would have been able to accept that as a younger man. I'm, ex- I'm able to accept it now. Because expectations change. Based on experience. Uh, so says a failure. Uh, I would look at anything less than uh, what I had expected. An outcome of anything less than what I expected and what I intended and absolutely uh, to the letter of what I had intended as a failure, I would have seen that as a failure. And I, you know, part of me, the part that I hope is dying and shriveling away, still feels that way to an extent, that, that, that that's a failure. But I think, I think it is important to take expectations and use them as a so, sort of soft tool instead of a hard tool. Uh, to use them as a as a guide line, not a guide post. Is that a good way to phrase that? Use them as a uh, 
I don't know. You know when you you know when you pace out a room if you're trying to measure square footage. Anybody done that? You put your feet, you know, end to end, and you walk across a room. My my father taught me this when he's looking at property. It's like let's pace this room. You go that way, I'll go this way, and I'll be like, but dad, your feet are 11s, and I'm a I'm a size five. Ah, don't worry about it. It's a rough estimate. That's what we're doing. That's what you do. You walk from one end of a room to the other, pacing your feet out. I got, you know, size 8 feet. Okay? That's not 12 inches. Still, I'm getting a general idea of this, the layout here. It's not, doesn't have to be accurate. You know? <laughs> it's a ballpark. That's what expectations should be. Sort of a soft tool. Not a, not a clearly defined, not a thing you gotta live and die by, but a, but a soft tool. A sort of, uh, I'm gonna close my eyes and throw this ball into the air and in a general direction, and where it much like how I would play golf if I were playing golf, in a general direction. Oh, you know, toward that flag over there. That's close enough. We'll see what happens. We'll see where it lands, and I'll make do. If it lands in the sand, that's all right. Why am I using a sports metaphor? I don't play any sports. My dad tried to get me to play golf when I was a kid. My dad got into golf. What is it with old white men, huh? I'm asking you, what happens? Old white men love golf. What is that? Golf? You kidding me? It's the most boring game in the world. Golf. Anyway, old white men love golf. My father's an old white man. He got into golf. He wanted me to play with him. I probably should have tried harder because it would have made him happy. Did not make me happy, that's for sure. Anyway, it's like golf. If you're not good at golf, you end up in the sand or in the water or whatever. You just make the best of it. In the rough, as they say. Maybe that's how I should look at expectations. It's in the rough. Oh. Anyway, thoughts on that? That's, I don't know. That, is that a thing? Did I say things as, as, as the gentleman at Lean Into Art say? Uh, anyway, thinking about that today. All right. Well, that's sound off. Uh, this is Lenny D'Angelo. <clears throat>